Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Q&A from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer here from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Now I know it's Thursday night and it's probably a little earlier than usual. I know a lot of you are watching football still. You're enjoying your Thanksgiving day or your Thanksgiving evening. I hope it's with plenty of friends and family And I hope you're enjoying that. I had a chance to do that myself today. Got a chance to go up to Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to hang out with my mom and dad, my sister, Lisa, my brother-in-law, Greg, my nephews, Jason and Noah, and my family was there as well. So it's a very special thing. And so I'm very glad to do that. And if you are working right now, or if you're in a position where uh, you are not able to enjoy the Thanksgiving day, hey, We're thankful to have you as a part of BTSC Nation, so feel free to just hang out with me for half an hour. How about that? I also want to go out and uh, wish happy Thanksgiving to all of my friends here at BTSC. You know, tonight is the night that usually you would have Dave Schofield and Jeff Hartman, my, uh, my BTSC family. We would be all together doing the preview, but here's my thought. The Steelers don't play until Monday Night Football. So let's go ahead and do that on Sunday night because Sunday night's when we're usually doing a show anyways. So let's go ahead and I'll just do a and a They're like, Brian, you have family too. I'm like, well, my stuff will probably be done by then and I can take a little bit of a break. So I'd be glad to. Looks like uh, Big Bro goes in the house says Dave and the family just left his house. So good. Let's uh, just make sure that uh, the Schofield family has a, a safe drive and all of you, to everybody out there, whether you are on my BTSC team or whether you are just in the live chat all the time. And there's so many names I see out here. and You don't know how thankful we are. I hope you know how much we appreciate you being a part of us because it's one of those special things. We have friends and family in our everyday life. And then we get together for our love of the Steelers, I'm on here a lot, and to see some of these names up here, to see, I'm just going to go down, people that I'm so familiar with, to see Brian Brown, to see Craig Lawson, Michael O'Malley, Jer Devil, <clears throat> to see Just Me, to see Big Brosco and Steeler Tank and State of the Steelers, who's uh, a member of our team as well, to see Sherry Richards and Timu, all the way from Finland to see Mark Tobin and Dusk Thunder Nine and Jaredevil and Jennifer Prusser. So far, those are the names that I see on my screen. And if I missed you, I'm sorry. I'm going really fast. AJC says, Happy Thanksgiving. Lawrence Holcomb says, What's up, bad? Sean Manahan, long time. Sean Manahan, happy Turkey Day. You know, it means a lot to have you on here. And my thought is, if I can't spend some time with you, I'd. I would miss out because you're part of my family too. Don't freak out about the orange shirt. It's my sister had these made for all of us. It said gobble till you wobble. That's why I'm wearing an orange shirt. So <laughs> that, that's why Michael O'Malley says, remember if you have too much fun, crash where you're at. Good, good advice. Be safe out there. We need you here. Steeler nation. We need X. Ex- the Steelers need our extra Steeler power. Before I get started with everything, I do have to thank some people. And I have already thanked 
Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield, but I'm going to do it again. And here's the reason why. The reason why I'm going to thank those guys again, those guys are my brothers. I don't have any, any real brothers. Mom and dad Davis, mom and dad bad, only gave me a sister, which I'm, I'm blessed for. But I've got a lot of, bro- I've got a lot of uh, brothers and sisters in black and gold. And those guys, they put up with me. I'm not easy. Ask my wife. I'm not easy to put up with. And I make plenty of mistakes. But they put a lot of trust in me. And they give me a lot of respect. And even when I screw up, they're on my side. So I love those guys. Uh, They are like brothers. I mean, I'm not afraid to say that I love a 350-pound man that I've spooned with. And if I've overshot you, I'm sure he's not 350. I apologize. That wasn't a dick. I'm I'm just saying that uh, uh, a large man that I've spooned with at a Steeler game. I've never done that before or after. But, man, I love Dave Schofield. And Jeff Hartman, I've known him for years. I love that man, too. Just uh, fantastic people. Let me tell you some other people that I'm proud of to uh, be able to work with and be able to have on these shows with me. And if you haven't listened to some of these people, they're really good. They really are. Let me talk to you about some guys on the audio only platform that uh, you don't see a lot, but you might hear. First of all, KT Smith, he's going to be doing a show with me tomorrow. It's called, here we go. The Steelers pregame show. I call him EF Hutton because when that man, when that man talks, you should really listen. He's a he's award-winning football coach. He's a championship-winning high school football coach. He's just fantastic. I I uh, have so much respect for him, and I love spending. I mean, I've never shook his hand, never hugged the man. I've never seen his face in person. But every single week, even in the off season, once a week, there it is. I'm with this man, and I really appreciate it. I've got a chance to meet Tony Defio in person, and I've been doing shows with Tony longer than anybody but Jeff, I would say. And then to throw in Shannon White, those two guys really appreciate. Good stuff. Shannon, he's the guy, man, he's becoming one of the most popular guys on BTSC because he tells it like it is, and that West Virginia accent makes you feel good. So, uh, and then Tony is just, Tony's my guy. Tony's uh I know he's, I'm sure he's having a Rocky marathon right now for Thanksgiving. And uh, he's just one of, really, I would let my sister date him if she wasn't married. He's that fantastic of a guy. I was just listening to the show on the uh, way back from my sister's house, what Ian's talking about. These guys, they're Western Pennsylvania guys, but they're in LA now. And man, they bring it. They're so entertaining. Um, hats off to guys like Kyle Christ and Greg Benevit. And I don't know how many times I curse Kyle just for the fact that I'm singing his, his song parodies to Steelers all the time. Now I've got the growing pains, Kenny Pickett theme in my head. And if you haven't checked that out, you've got to go hear that. Also, if you get a chance to look them up on YouTube or on Spotify, just their stand up, these guys, they're hilarious. They they're separately they i mean kyle's got albums out there do yourself a favor go on spotify and download his albums or just listen they're really good stuff it makes me feel stupid as an aspiring comedian because i know i'm not when i'm next to these guys these guys are that good 
Let me talk to you about a guy, State of the Steelers, Daniel J. What a fantastic talent, and he's only been at this for about nine months now. So, you know, just a fantastic guy, and he's doing a really good job on this network. I can't say enough about Jeffrey Benedict. I cannot say enough about that guy. That's a guy that I, I feel when I listen to his show from the cutting room floor that, you know, I should have, he should have a smoking jacket on. And it's like, uh, it's like that show on PBS talking about movies from the actor's studio. And I told him that that's I, when we came up with this, I'm like, this is kind of, you know, what I picture. And, you know, that's what he came up with. And even Jeff was skeptical at first. Like, how are we going to do a film study show on audio? Like if anybody could do it and explain it and make you see it in your head, it's Jeffrey Benedict. And he sure does. He, he really does. Great job to him. My men, my guys, my, my blokes, my mates down under. Man, Matty Peverell <laughs> and Marky D, Mark Davison. I love these guys. I, I want to party with these guys. Um, the, these, these guys are fantastic. Um, the perspective that they bring from from becoming Steeler fans in Australia and not having everything that we do. And now with the internet, they do. But when they first had it, they didn't. They had Madden. And then they could take it where they could get it. And now they have more access to it. And they've done a fantastic job. So make sure you check out those guys as well. Big Brosco. Man, that guy's kind of like a brother to me too. Because Dave's a brother and I've, I've gotten a game with big brosco and i love doing a show with him he's he's one of those guys that uh i think i'm i'm older than big brosco but i still call him big bro because he feels like a big bro um <laughs> brian brown's making fun of my shirt my big pumpkin shirt um uh, the great pumpkin it's like i'm listening to stories uh, yeah i mean my sister made me wear this so i have no problem problem with that you, you guys could make fun that's that's fine if you hear that noise in the background i think my son's having too much thanksgiving fun um gosh man i hope i did not miss any oh i did miss somebody kevin tate here's a guy that you know he was a fan of the show and then he got a hold of me and said hey bad i've, I've got something that you might be interested in and he told me about the know-it-alls podcast he's brought some guys over from the know-it-alls and I, I really love that guy. Um, he, that show is like, I'm at a bar and I'm listening to these guys from different teams talk about different things. So, you know, you've got pay Saunders on there. You've got B dirt, Brandon Harriet, who was just on the show with us the other day, the hangover, you know, really good guys. I, I really appreciate those guys. There's, there's a cast of thousands. Big G comes on. Um, I, I hope I'm not. There's there's a few others I don't know everybody yet and I'm meeting them but uh, I love what Kevin Tate and the uh, We Run the North crew does so that's a show I'd love for you to check out as well I'm trying to go through the lineup in my head and I think at this point I think I've got everybody but I just want to say I'm so thankful because those guys give us a chance to put great content on this network passed along to you even when the team stinks. And the team stinks right now. I get it, but I'm still thankful for the Steelers. I'm thankful that we still have this team. And I'm thankful that even when 
they're not doing what we want them to do, we still we still band together to root for them. So we are going to do. We're just going to have some fun here. This is no holds barred. It's your show. It's a Q and A, and that's how I run the Q and A. So anything you want to ask, mostly no holds barred. Let's just put it that way. And so I'm going to go ahead through. We're going to find some stuff to talk about, and we're going to bring it up. So throw them in there. Um, I, I'm getting a lot of man. I am getting a lot right now of people telling how much they appreciate me and Happy Thanksgiving and how much they they appreciate BTSC. Thank you. You know, we can't do it without you. So Steeler Tank is my first question here. Okay, big question of the day, bad. Pumpkin or sweet potato pie? Look, I don't like sweet potatoes at all, so I would have to take pumpkin. But I'm not really big on pumpkin either. I'm an apple guy. I like, man, if you've ever had a caramel apple pie around Thanksgiving, oh, gosh. Those are glorious. Love them. I, I am a chocolate silk kind of guy or a chocolate cream pie. I like a good lemon meringue. I like blue. I like a lot of the fruit pies too. Um, I was never a big apple fan as a kid. Now I'm just finding out that they're fantastic. Thomas Riley asked, bad, any chance in the future could we see Arthur Motes on the BTSC? I would look, man. I'll have anybody on this show. I'm going to have Mark Madden on the show if he'd come on. A lot of people will be like, oh, I'd love to talk to that guy. He's brilliant. He's uh, He ticks a lot of people off. I'd love to have him on there. As far as Arthur Motes go, I think he gets it. I think he's absolutely fantastic. I think he's going to have a great career. I I think he might be too big for us here at BTSC, but he's the kind of guy that does not have an ego. So if, I, if you, anybody knows how to get a hold of him, and I bet you he would come on. So I, I would absolutely love it. So um, that'd be great. I, you never know. We've had some, we've had some big names on BTSC popping in and out, and it's awesome. So maybe we can get Arthur on the show. Gosh, we've had, uh, we've had Ike Taylor on the show before. We've had Ike Taylor on the network. We've had James Harrison, Rocky Blyer, Chase Claypool, Lavon Kirkland. Like uh, man, we've had uh, we've had a good bit of guys. I know I'm missing some too. So uh, <laughs> Brian Brown says that shirt is legendary. Yeah, got to my sister's house. She had one for all of us. So we have all these gobble till we wobble T-shirts. Um, so there's a if you're seeing this in here, I'm gonna bring it in. Crash on Bad's couch, just don't pee on it. Michael Malley, Sean Manahan says that. Michael Malley says that, but don't pee on the couch. If you want to know what that means, I'm going to let you know. You've probably heard me say this before. AFC Championship game 2004, so it was in January of 2005. All my friends left the game. They were upset. The Steelers lost to the Patriots. We had a hotel room. I, d I didn't want to hang out with my buddy that night. He was drunk and mad. And I was like, man, we'll get in a fight on the way back. So I'm just going to stick around here. Joe Namath was there to give away the trophy. And I'm thinking... I'm just going to stick around. I'm wearing a Joey Porter jersey. And then I go down to, I'm in the, I'm in 225 and I go down to uh, get as close to the field as possible. And they're putting the, they're doing the trophy presentation on the field. And Joe name is there giving it to uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And then I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. I, I just really can't. So I turn around. And there's not that many Patriot stadiums there 
for some people, there were way too many, but there really weren't a lot. And this guy wearing a tie law jersey is running down while I'm running up because he doesn't want to miss anything. He knocks into me and he looks at me in fear. I'm not a, I'm not a tall guy, but I'm not a small guy. As you know, he looks at me like I'm going to pop him because I'm wearing a Joey Porter jersey. And uh, he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The only thing I knew is like, this is a dude. This is a human being that loves a different team than I, I do. So I'm just going to shake his hand. So I put my hand out. I said, Hey man, no problem. Enjoy the AFC championship. Enjoy the Super Bowl." He's like, what? You got to be kidding me. I'm like, what? He goes, no Steeler fan treated me like that. And I'm like, well, I'm not every Steeler fan. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Your team made it. Your team earned it. Have fun, man. I shook his hand again. He's like, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, yeah, on one condition. I'm not going to smile. So there's a picture of me with this kid in a tie, this guy in a tie law jersey and me in an uh, angry look with with a Joey Porter jersey. It's somewhere at a, uh, a Patriots fan's residence. So, you know, as far as that goes, I don't care. It's laundry sometimes. I don't get all bent out of shape. Somebody was upset that we had Brent Beatern on the other day. It's laundry, man. That guy loves his Bengals just as much as I love the Steelers. I live in Baltimore Raven territory. He lives in Pittsburgh Steeler territory. You know, I get it. I, I understand. It's so much easier where I live, though. Um, so when I say don't pee in my couch, anybody could come into my living room, which is Acrisure Stadium now. It used to be called Heinz Field or Three River Stadium. And what you do is you treat someone else's house with respect. So you could come in. You could Anybody's allowed in my house wearing their jersey, rooting for their team, as long as they're respectful. So don't pee in my couch means just be respectful. That's it. I don't think you'd go into a friend's house and, and pee all over their couch. If you do, <laughs> I'd love to hear those stories. Steelers Tank, sir, you just said you don't have any brothers. I believe we are the Steelers family. There's 19 people in here. And at least 12 are your brothers. Um, we're up to 35 right now. You know, thank you. I, that's, I know that. Um, I actually do. Um, Sean Panahan says better to find Sapphire's couch. That's a big joke. Um, if you listen to the show a lot about a place called the beehive, probably, I think when I talk about brothers and Dave and Jeff, I think we laughed until we cried that night and it, we laughed so hard. It was in, in right before training camp. And the Steelers were going back to Latrobe and we were talking about it. And we got into this whole beehive, which is a gentleman's establishment. And oh, we laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, Michael O'Malley says it would be cool if we all got together for an old fort pickup football game. I think I'm a really good fullback and a pass catcher out of the backfield. And I could rumble. But man... Each year, I don't know. <laughs> but I tell you what, I want Hartman on my team. I would take Hartman. I want Schofield on my team, too. I'm putting Schofield on the line. I'm making Hartman my quarterback. And I tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll take a lot of you guys on my I'll take everybody, guys and girls, on my team. But I would just say this. I bet you Hartman would be the best athlete on the field that day, no matter how 
young or old any of the opponents are. That guy is just one of the most natural athletes. I uh, just fantastic. Captain Underpants says, "Happy Thanksgiving, bad. Thank you for everything you do. You are always there when I need you to be, be it for Steelers or in, not, on a personal level. Thank you, man. That that that's that means a lot. I mean, this is our. I mean, look. I don't care if you're in a room with thirty people or you're by yourself." When we do this show and I tell my podcasters, especially my new podcasters, I tell them if there's 5,000 people in the live chat, you're only talking to one because that one person might be working the late shift or they might've had a breakup or they might, and they just need some, somebody to listen to and somebody to talk to. And that's kind of what we do. I learned that in my late night DJ days. Yeah, it was. It's funny in 1990 Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the date was. It's right around here. Um, that's when a guy named Brian Fox was born. I used to go by Brian Fox on the radio and I first started doing midnight to six in 1990, 1990. I was spinning like Roxette. and <laughs> New kids on the block and stuff like that. And it was actually fun. Um, but I get bored and I would just talk to people on the phone and I would find out that, you know, it was a nurse on the late shift or security guards and, and, you know, they need the company. And if we could talk Steelers and be your company, man, I love it. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> well, now we're talking about a lot, a lot of, uh, pigeon stuff. Um, Captain Underpants is light or dark meat. I am uh look, I'm not I'm not trying to be be a lewd guy. I like breast meat. I I definitely like light. Um I've uh breast meat, I don't even need gravy. I like gravy, but I like a little bit of salt or man, just give me some Frank's red hot. Not too much because it'll kill me, but a little bit, I love it. Michael Malley asks, bad with this season, mostly in the tank, what do you expect going forward? And he wants to know apple pie or apple crisp with caramel. Oh my gosh. I'd probably go with the apple crisp. Oh, caramel. Caramel. I did not like caramel as a kid. I mean, I wanted chocolate and I wanted strawberry and I wanted peanut butter on, on my Sunday. Caramel to me. Oh, you throw that with apple. I was just at Sheets. I had a a caramel apple um, cowtail. Uh, what was it? A milkshake. And gosh, that, that's not good for a guy that's fighting uh, diabetic stuff. <laughs> but you know, um, that that's funny. With the season mostly in the tank, though, what do you expect going forward? Look, Michael, that's a great question. And I'm going to defer to Dave Schofield here, and I'm going to defer to Shannon White when I say, as long as I see progress. Look, I keep on telling you, this team's not going to tank, but I do watch the standings. I was watching the uh, Buffalo Bills and Detroit Lions, hoping the Detroit Lions would win more. Well, I hate the Buffalo Bills. I I just do. And I just need more for for me. I mean, if you're going to look at a draft pick, the higher draft pick, you want the teams around you to go ahead and lose and win. 
you want the Lions to win in case the Steelers keep losing. Now, look, I'm not, whatever happens, happens. I, I don't care where the draft pick is, just draft smart. And I am still that guy. Look, if you get a high draft pick and you get and you draft a corner high, don't worry about that. Really don't. I know the history isn't great, but when you, when they drafted, I know this was years ago, but when they drafted with the 10th pick, Rod Woodson, one, the guy dropped. I don't know why he dropped. And two, they got the right guy because they were in the position to do it. Quarterbacks and quarterbacks are guys you really want in the top 10. I know Kenny wasn't in the top 10. I know other guys, because look, at TJ Watt at, at 30. And you're going to get good players there. But what I'm going to say for a cornerback, you kind of want that that guy, that Jalen Ramsey type player. You, Those guys are going to be good on whatever team they go to. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner would be an amazing Pittsburgh Steeler. They almost got Terrell Revis in 1997. The Jets jumped ahead of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Carolina had that number 14 pick in, in uh, not 97, excuse me, 07. They they had that number that number uh, fourteen pick. The Steelers picked fifteen. They got Lawrence Timmons. They got a really good player there, but they could have had Revis. But the Jets wanted him more and made that trade. You know, so I think if you got a fantastic cornerback in the top ten, you get that right guy. Don't worry, take him if he's that good. It's just like when you're drafting. 25th and you get the fifth best corner odds are that the Artie burns of the world aren't going to be as good because that's the fifth guy the fifth best you don't want the fifth best of anything sometimes but sometimes the fifth best edge rusher like tj watt works i don't know exactly know where he was so what i'm looking forward most i'm just looking forward to improvement and i'm looking forward to 2023 but knowing that there's going to be some special wins there might be only two but there might be some special things going on and for someone that you just love think about it this way think about it if you've got a son or a daughter playing playing a varsity sport and their team's not that good but you you just you know the other kids on the team you know your family, you want to just go watch and embrace them, and you want them to get that moment with even that special win. And that's worth so much more than a draft pick. It really is. Um, I know the question wasn't about the draft, but I just wanted to talk about that. Steelers tank, Steeler tank, caramel apple pie while hot with ice cold vanilla ice cream on top. Yes, Ben, yes. Brian Brown, will the Steelers replace Warren with McFarland? Or Snell. I'm really thinking Snell is is that guy that they have. Actually, I think it's more McFarland. But here's a really weird wild card in there. What if things keep go- getting worse and they want to give Master Teague, who they brought back this week, a chance? I think that would be awesome. I We didn't know that much about... Jalen Warren either. I think it would be McFarland just for the style. I think Snell, Snell's on the roster because he's a phenomenal special teams player. 
And, you know, I've, I've kind of poo-pooed that in the past before, but the guys that are making the decisions know more than Brian Anthony Davis. Um, so let's just keep on going here. You know what? Let's do this. Let's take a break. It's been, I was only going to do a half hour show, but I'm having fun. And I took about 12 minutes to talk about how much I appreciate everybody. And I would do that again. So let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to just take more of your questions, pile them in. If you guys aren't going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere until the family starts calling and say, Brian, come on. So, hey, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this on the Given Thanks Q&A. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. Yeah, the greatest from Jerry Cherry Band with uh, Worst Looking Man. Good stuff. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I could be the worst looking man you've ever seen, but Jerry Cherry says I'm not. So I guess that's what we'll go with now. Had a little uh, debate with my nephew. He just turned 16. Happy birthday to my nephew, a huge, very huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. It's all he wants to talk about. In fact, I begged my sister to name him Arthur. And uh, she would not. So I got an 8 by 10 from Art Rooney in 2006 and put it next to her head and next to the baby. And I took that picture because I'm like, Art Rooney's going to be here somewhere. Um, but I'm having an argument with him because he thinks I look like Kevin from The Office. I'm like, dude, I look nothing like Kevin from The Office. I've heard Jeff Garland, Murray Goldberg from The Goldbergs. I've heard, gosh, the great... This guy, um, my gosh, I just lost him. Louis Gumet, <laughs> Louis Guzman. Um, I've heard Louis Guzman, one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies of all time is Boogie Nights, and he's been in a lot of stuff. And I've heard that. And not that I want to look like those guys, but you know, I'll take it. I've heard Russell from Up that I look like Russell as well. And <laughs> But I do not look like the guy from The Office. So there you go. Let's go ahead and uh, keep on going with those questions. Let's have, as the dogs are getting yelled at in the background, we're, we're actually dog-sitting this weekend, too. Um, Reginald Rivers says, hey, bad. Jerry Dulac said the Steelers should bench pickets so we could win more games. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh, if they wanted to win more games, 
they would have done they want to win games but they want to win games with kenny pickett because if you believe that your future is kenny pickett obviously they believe that that's best for the future right now then you keep them in and you go through the growing pains the that's the best i could say there i mean cherry too like i mean some of these guys i don't get i mean i think they get too angry after a while covering this team get a little spoiled um michael o'malley says might not agree and get on each other's nerves but we are a family yeah we are and it's okay it's okay to disagree with me i'm not i'm not, never gonna have a problem if you disagree me disagree with me i'm gonna be mad if you call me bad the hut or something like that that drives me crazy um no one's ever did that to me but they did that to one of my brothers here and that really ticked me off um aquatic life that's right brother in my hulk hogan voice you know i did my dusty roads impression the other day so i'll try a hulk hogan that's right brother no that's not good that's not good i'll do my dusty roads let's try this 30 years on the job, brother. 30 years, daddy. They give you a gold watch. They kick you in the butt. And they say, a computer took your job, daddy. That's hard times. All right, that's my best Dusty Rhodes. I'm not real. You know, Jeff and Dave hate my Yinzer. I actually think my Yinzer is pretty good in that. I really do in that, bad. Come on, bad. You go Dan Tan, see the stiller in that. I don't think my Yinzer is bad, but people kind of think that they do um <laughs> brian brown bunch of 50 year old dudes nobody should have to see that i'm game for some football <laughs> yeah i don't think we're gonna live stream that the last time we live streamed it was dave kicking a football um thomas riley brian did you ever watch the wkrp in cincinnati turkey turkey giveaway if so your thoughts not only have I seen it, I saw it first run in 1978. I was about seven years old at the time. And <laughs> I, uh, w one of the most famous episodes of all time, in the very end of it, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Uh, just funny stuff. That's, that's the show that made me want to do this. That's the show that made me want to be a DJ. And I got a chance to be a top 40 DJ. I lived that DJ life in the 90s for a little bit. It was a lot of fun. I have so many great stories. Some I could tell you, some I can't. You know, I I can't. But I was young. I was 20 years old at the time. I got to live that life. I had a great time. But WKRP is the reason why. If we, I make my family watch this every single year on Thanksgiving. We haven't done it yet, but I'm going to go out and put it on. It's uh, the WKRP Thanksgiving Day episode. There are some really, there are some funnier things in that episode when Les is there and they're back in the studio and they're going WKRP. And Howard Hessman, the great, the late great, he just died this year, Howard Hessman as Johnny Fever. He's going P. And you can't see it if you're uh, not watching this live. I'm putting my fingers just right like just like they did um great show watch that also you know i have oh my gosh 
I love Thanksgiving Day. It's one of my favorites ever since I was a kid. I, I enjoy it. And it's the gateway into Christmas. And now I've, uh, my kids, my wife has this rule. She doesn't really want the Christmas music and the movies until Thanksgiving. Um, but they convinced her and convinced me to do it earlier. Now, believe it or not, Jeff Hartman would listen to this, listen to Christmas music in July. He's that kind of guy. I mean, I love it. I love Christmas music. I have my favorite Christmas songs. There's a couple that I don't like, but I'm on this do they know it's Christmas kick. And the uh, the big joke around my house is I will like when the kids and kids' friends and, and they're arguing about something that's Christmas time, I give them the do they know it's Christmas lecture. And it goes about 25 minutes about starving kids in Africa. And it goes into... Uh, Paul Young leading it off and Bob going off. And, and I've learned a lot of stuff about that entire uh, recording. And I just found out that on my 13th birthday, that song was released. So December 3rd, 1984, when I turned 13 and 84 is my favorite year, by the way. Um, let's see other questions. Brian Brown, we can still be 10 and seven, right? Yeah. This team can be 10 and seven. And that's okay. Is it likely? No. Is it likely that I would have went out with a pageant winner when I was a DJ at age 21? Yes, I did. Man, I had a lot of good, I, I should have never gone out with a pageant and it was a, a female pageant winner. Um, it, it wasn't like the, uh, the, uh, pig truffle festival or anything like that. No, it was a, a real pageant winner. And uh, I'm not bragging. I'm just like, as a DJ, I was just lucky because DJs don't have to be good looking to get dates. But, you know, that stuff's not going to happen now. Well, I'm happily married. But, yeah, this team can still be 10 and 7. You know, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Um, Daniel Red says, people that are on here are great. Craig, Sherry, Todd, Myrna, and Bert, you're all familiar faces. Happy Thanksgiving. Now. If you're on YouTube, you can't see Daniel Red. And Daniel, you can't see the Sean Manahans and the Michael O'Malley's and and the ones that are on Facebook. So uh we've got the red and the blues here. And I wish you could all see each other's comments. I can see all of them, but you can't because we have Facebook together with YouTube. And so you guys are missing, you guys miss out a lot on that. So uh if you ever get a chance to go back and watch the show on YouTube, then you will see all of these comments. That's something that a lot of you don't really know. Reginald Rivers, Reggie, I love Reginald Rivers. Joey Porter, son, top 15 pick. And I, I can't see his avatar, but that looks like a gorgeous dog. Oh, that dog is beautiful in your avatar. Love it. I, I'm a huge, if you know anything about me, I'm actually... Not a lot of people know this, but I'm kind of afraid of cats. I don't hate cats. I'm just afraid of cats, but I'm a huge dog lover. Uh, absolutely love dogs. Um, Mark Tobin says the goal is to lose. Yeah, you know, the goal is to lose, I get. But, uh, you know, there's nothing like, there's really nothing like that feeling. Oh, here we go. Great. We've got the, uh, I got to get rid of these. Give me a second to block these guys because 
somebody wants us to uh look at porn we're not going to do that on the show we don't need porn we have each other um joey porter's sun top 15 pick though from reggie rivers i love joey porter jr i think he would be i think he would be great i would love to see him that'd be awesome um this and that from Pennsylvania said, I think Woodson dropped because he was a track star. That could be. Um, but, and there was some thought, and he did have, people don't realize, he held out. He didn't play until October for the Steelers. He really didn't. Um, but there was a lot of, a lot of people thought he might even be going, he was world class. He could have went to the Olympics, but he didn't make it. And there was some thought that he would possibly not be around. So they took two corners. And believe it or not, Delton Hall was the rookie of the year, the Joe Green award winner for 1987. He was a cornerback as well. I believe he was from Clemson, if I'm not mistaken. Eric asked you, Bad, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? I like the bad guys a lot, believe that or not. And I, I'm not really a bad guy, uh, but I, I just like the fact the guys, I felt some of these guys were like misunderstood and you knew they would turn into good guys. Um, I loved the honky tonk man when I was a kid because he entertained me. But Macho Man Rat, Randy Savage was my favorite. I was, of course, a Shawn Michaels guy. I was a Ron Simmons guy. Um you might know him as Farouk. I mean, gosh, I loved a lot of different guys. Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake, Ultimate Warrior. Not a big Jake the Snake fan because I, I kind of think he's... Uh, uh, I don't love everything that I've seen outside because I've, I've had a chance to see some of these guys up front. Um, Mick Foley was a guy I loved. I, man, I just loved a lot of those personalities. I still, late at night, I'll put on the W... Uh, I'll fall asleep to the WWE network because it's just, it's just fun to me. Bad. If Bradshaw was in today's NFL, do you think we'd be talking about Tom Brady? Here's the problem. This, this is the problem about Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw would be Mitch Trubisky or Ryan Tannehill right now. He has all the talent in the world, but I think we would have killed. I think social media would have killed him. Ta Terry Bradshaw would have been on multiple teams in today's age if he started out that way. Ta Terry Bradshaw's talent came out. Um, I th I'm thanking God that that uh, the internet and social media and cell phones weren't around when I was in high school. Who knows what. It I was creative. You got to understand I was creative. I would have done stuff that would have got me in a lot of trouble probably um, that, that I'm just too smart to do now. And the reason I say that is if Bradshaw, my gosh, look at all the crap Bradshaw took and there was no social media. Everyone was talking about he was a dumb hit quarterback, which he needed time to bake. Bradshaw needed time to gel. So I really think that he would have he would have done so much better if uh, if he was in this day and age. There was no social media, but back but his best time was to be the number one draft pick in the nineteen seventies 
and give you time. My gosh, how many guys would have been arrested if there was social media back then in the 70s? Oh, goodness. There you go. Um, Gosh, this is one I really don't love talking about, but I will. Was Mason Rudolph unfairly pushed aside due to the accusations of racial slur? I think Mason Rudolph was done a disservice by Miles Garrett. But I don't think that the Steelers punished him for that. I just think Mason Rudolph, the reason Mason Rudolph isn't playing right now is because of, I believe it was November 14th of 2021. That tie with the Detroit Lions. He, I was at that game. Man, it, it just wasn't a good game. And that was kind of his last real chance. That's why, uh, that's, that's why they did that. Um, Michael, I didn't realize that was you. I appreciate that, that you sincerely apologize. Yeah. Dave's a good dude. He's going to disagree with you, but, uh, I, I thank you for that apology. I didn't realize that. Um, I wasn't trying to call you out really. Um, okay, bad. Let's be honest. Macho man was way better than the Hulk. Oh my gosh. Um, Steeler Tank, is that Schofield with you in that picture? That is Schofield. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Gosh, you know what? You had a chance to take a picture with Dave Schofield. I I love it. That's he's such a good man. I uh, that's great. Um yeah. Hulk Hogan was not Hulk Hogan was the perfect wrestler for the time because he was in Rocky 3 and man, he just had a leg drop. But he he was huge. He was six eight. He had charisma. Macho Man was better. But um, sometimes you're going to have that guy that can put on the show better. Brian Brown, Troy Aikman, Peyton Manning, Josh Allen, Geno Smith, and Joe Burrow. List of rookie quarterbacks that had rough first season. Just saying, yeah, that's really Brian Brown. Thank you. Yeah, there there's guys like that. Michael Malley says I am from Port. Portland, Rowdy Roddy Piper wrestling wrestled in Portland a ton. Yeah, he's from Portland. Well, I know he's Canadian, but he lived in Portland. Rowdy Roddy Piper, if you listen to the hangover, we do that, we do that line. We modified a little bit just when you think you've got all the answers. We keep changing the questions. One of the best guys on the mic. I love that. I man, I kind of wish that uh that the Steelers were more like WWE because it just just uh makes me laugh. Remember Kamala and his handler? Yes, Mark Malone. Kim Chi was the handler. Um, he just uh he just passed away a couple Kamala just passed away a couple years ago. Um, really interesting guy. Thomas Riley says I was born in 1971, so I guess we're the same age. Bad Thomas, what when were you born? I'm December 3rd. Jerry Cherry Band, our guy. Happy Thanksgiving, Steelers fam. I, I actually had somebody in the uh, live chat, on the YouTube chat, say, will you quit talking about the band? And I just wrote back one word. No, I'm not going to stop talking about the Jerry Cherry Band. I'm a huge fan. I want Jerry Cherry to come. Uh, I couldn't. I knew it was a uh, short notice to come and play my 50th birthday party. But the next I have a birthday party, I need Jerry Cherry to come by and, and uh, play some 80s and 90s for me. 
Um, <laughs> so bad. We all know you're a dog lover and love your Steelers. Next set of dogs. Who are you naming them after? No. Okay. Let's talk about this because I wasn't allowed to name the kids. So my first two dogs that I got on my own as an adult were in 2006 and I'm a dachshund lover. I love me some wiener dogs. Um, and I, I have some wieners and my first two were, and I spelled it differently. I spelled it H E I N Z, but his name was a little wiener dog named Heinz Ward Davis. And my wife would be yelling, Heinz Ward, get back here. And he'd be running around just chasing other dogs. And she's screaming at Heinz Ward to come back. Um, and his sister, same litter, was named Paula Malu, and we called her Polly. So the next two dachshunds that we got, they were girls. And we named them after Harry Potter characters. So we still have a Hermione and we have Luna. And we have a rescue dog named Dobby and he's naughty. That's why he was named Dobby. So um, he is 29% pit, 19% dachshund and 17% chihuahua. He's a crazy thing. He's got nine other varieties in him. So um, yeah. So I'm, I wanted to name one of the girls, Sydney for Sydney Crosby. And uh, my wife said no, vetoed it. So we went to Harry Potter characters. I really want to. I really want two wiener dogs named Zeus and Apollo, because as my boy Tony Defio, he and I love Magnum PI so much. And uh, yo, you know who else does? Um, Big Bro Sco and uh, and his boy Kyle. They love Magnum PI. I would love to name two little wiener dogs two tiny little yappy wieners zeus and apollo because that was the name of the 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 dobermans in that movie um <laughs> somebody mentioned alan olive just mentioned uh bruno san martino who is from pittsburgh by the way and i'm from uh i'm from uh hagerstown maryland and now there's a uh there's a wrestler uh named la knight that i just found out yesterday is from hagerstown and he is doing a, a program right now with Bray Wyatt, which is a big deal. Michael O'Malley says, bad has the standard become substandard? I'm going to say no. The standard is still the standard. We're just not reaching the standard right now. But the standard's still there, and they're going to get back there. Just, just like 2003. We, sometimes you got to take that little step back, and then you get there my my girl right here i love kathy forward um glad to get here even late happy thanksgiving bad and friends i adore kathy and kathy i gotta say this i know you got a book from uh dave and you sent him a very beautiful note and he shared it with me and jeff and i gotta say from the bottom of my heart this is why we do this stuff you mean a lot to us and each and every one of you do so Little gestures like that might just seem like gestures, but to us, they mean the world. So thank you very much. Um, gosh, Jerry Cherry loved a wrestler named Bugsy McGraw, which I don't know. I need to, I need to check that out. Um, <laughs> now we're getting into a lot of wrestling, which I would love to. Thomas R Riley, uh, June 16th, 1971. Um, 
they I tell you what, you know, I could talk about anything with you guys and enjoy it. Um, I will keep my dog away from the beehive. Uh, they're little girls. They're, uh, they're, gosh, they're jerks too. They're, they're beautiful. They're glorious jerks. I, I love them. Um, I tell you what, this has been, this, this was supposed to go 30 minutes, but this doesn't seem like it went almost an hour, but it was fun. And, you know, we could talk Steelers and we did talk Steelers and we could talk other stuff too. And it's just, it's just having a friend. And that's what we have here, a friend. I wish I could see all your faces. I wish I really could. Um, Daniel Red says June 1970. <sighs> you know, I still feel like a kid. I really do. I want to talk about something real quick. And uh, something, you know, I'm, I consider you all my family. I am big on family. And uh, something happened today that made me cry. And made me cry those good tears. As you know, I, I talk about my kids all the time. I talk about my wife. I, of course, I talk about my dogs. Um, Tom Vallejo has a German Shepherd named Nikita from Nikita Koloff. That's awesome. Um, so my daughter, 13 years old, little redhead, and she's, you know, I love all my children. I have, I actually have three. I have a 29-year-old stepson who I adore, and I adore his wife, Um then Connor came along 14 years later in 2007 and he's 15. And then uh, Jillian came along and uh, she just turned 13 and Jillian's the one that my God, I call her Jillian. She uh, makes sure that I has my wallet and has this or that. And if, if she overhears us talking about money, she's like freaking out and she's emptying her piggy bank and giving it to us. She's the one I know that's going to take care of me when I'm old. And she, in September, she announced that she wanted to start running. And I'm like, wow, I mean, you're going to do that. So today she ran her third 5K since September. And when I watched her run, reset finish line, she ran in 30 minutes and 27 seconds. Her last time was 36. And when she got through that finished line i felt like i was going to break down in tears because my little girl something i've never done and she ran this 5k by herself she, her friends didn't show up today and it was just awesome and uh she didn't she i could tell she was tired but she didn't ex, she didn't uh act exhausted she was so, just so glad we were cheering her at the finish line and she finished 282 out of 650 which is pretty amazing this is all ages. So in her age group, out of 20, 13 to 15, she was on the young end of it. She was uh, 8 out of 20. And I was so proud. And she might possibly be, I, I don't, i got to stop saying this, but she might be the first Davis to be a varsity athlete because she, she wants to run cross country and track. And the idea of that to me, is just wonderful. My son's a big deal on scouts and he's in the honor society and he's on the leadership council. And I'm so proud of everything he does too. I'm so blessed when I see these kids becoming bigger things than their dad ever was. And man, 
that's what it's all about. So when I talk about being thankful, I'm thankful for a wife who gave me kids that I never thought I was going to have because, and, and we've talked about this before. And if you don't know, I, I'm, I'm a 19 year cancer survivor. And next year in July, on July 18th, I'm going to be a 20 year cancer survivor. And I'm going to do what I do every year. Watch the, uh, watch the Jim Valvano speech and cry and, and just be thankful that I've had, I have all these things around me. And when I had cancer, I had it, I had testicular cancer and, uh, I caught it so quick that, uh, I was still able to have children and I'm thankful I was going through divorce at the time. And, but my ex-wife, my soon to be ex-wife helped me get through that. So I'll always be thankful to her. It was her decision to uh, leave the marriage, but I'll always be thankful to her. That's one of the reasons I have kids now and that I'm alive. And two years later, I, I met my wife and I'm so thankful. I'm thankful that I still have 75 year old parents who have been married for gosh, since 1968. I can't even do the math anymore. No, 1967. So my gosh, since 1967, you know, and, and I, I'm just blessed to have them in my life. And, and my dad is, uh, my dad's a guy that turned out to be my best friend. Now he wasn't always my best friend. We always got along, but now I, I mean, I'm glad to, uh, I get a chance to hang out with them and do different things. So 30 years ago this week, I've talked about this before. I had an opportunity. I was working for a Fox station and I had an opportunity to take my dad to a game and they gave me press passes, which means that I had to take the camera on the field and I had to put my dad in the press box and I got to take my dad there. And he, he's talked about this for 30 days, 30 years now. And I was on the field and my lunch was, they gave us a bag lunch and they gave, they gave my dad all this stuff, like all this food in the press box. And there's a buffet up there before the game. And he had all this stuff and it, it was so awesome. You know, it, it really was awesome to uh, be able to take my dad there after he took me to my first game in 1982. So it's been 40 years since my December 5th, 1982, it's been 40 years since my first game. And then 30 years that I got, since I got to take my dad to a game and I got to turn it around on him. And we, this is so on November 21st, they played the Colts. The Steelers played the Colts. We got to see a great game and I took dad and I almost got run over by Dwight Stone. And I had a chance to tell Dwight Stone about it um, about 28 years after it happened. And he even wrote on the, uh, on the picture that he signed for me, I'm sorry, I almost hit you on the sidelines. And when I told him, he goes, Oh, I didn't hurt you. Did I go? No, I didn't get knocked over. I'm fine. I ran, I ran away because I was too scared because I knew my friends were watching the game and I actually watched the replay. You can't see my face, but you can see my jacket and you, I, I could, you could see me running out of the way with the camera. Um, so for me, that's what I give thanks for the fact that I get to make memories every single week, four times a week, I get to come on here and do a show and I get to talk to you. And, and I got to tell you, that means the world to me. This is a hobby of mine. This is a, a part-time job, but I get to 
watch the Steelers as a part-time profession. And I got to, I get to talk to new friends and old friends about it. And man, there's nothing better than that. And I'm looking at friends and, uh, all these people talking about uh, friends that they lost. Michael had somebody murdered a couple of months ago, a friend, friends that they lost from cancer. Cherish the people you have. Cherish. Hey, disagree with me on stuff. That's what friends do. Friends disagree. Family disagrees. But the fact that we have each other to sometimes tick off, sometimes be mad at, sometimes say something and turn around and, and apologize. But the fact that we have that is pretty special. So I don't care that the Steelers are three and seven. I've got the Steelers and I've got all these friends because of it. So on Thanksgiving, that's what I'm giving thanks for. I'm giving thanks for family and I'm giving thanks for my, my family here. So God bless you all. And no matter what happens on, on Monday night against the Colts, we're going to be back here because it's more than just a dumb game. It's something that brings people together. And that's why we watch the Steelers. So, um, Michael, you don't just, uh, keep on tuning in. That's all I've got to say about that. Jeffrey Benedict, man, Jeffrey, I, I hope you heard the beginning of the show when I talked about you. Um, I appreciate it, but God bless you all. Have a great Thanksgiving night. And uh, remember, we're all in this together. Whether we want Mike Tomlin fired or whether we want Mike Canada fired or whether we want to draft another quarterback next year, we're in this together. And those opinions, if we don't have differing opinions, we're boring. And I tell you what, one thing about Steeler fans, they're nothing but, they might be a lot of things, but they're definitely not boring. So God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Steelers. And just when you think you've got all of the answers, you know what? We keep changing the questions. And that, my friends, is hot times, daddy. Go Steelers. <laughs> <laughs>